Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. As you all know, this show is something that we do on the side, and we all have jobs. And so we've been super busy lately and not able to record together. So today, you're going to hear each of our thoughts individually on the Disney Plus Marvel special, Werewolf by Night. So let's jump right into it. You can stream Werewolf by Night right now on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it's kind of their one of their specials, so this runtime is about an hour. And this gets into this very classic horror-esque uh, genre style, and I really enjoyed it. Um, you get this classic black and white, uh, very reminiscent of like some older horror films such as like Wolfman or uh, Dracula or just any of those. Um, you even get elements in here that that are nods to like the Wizard of Oz. You do get some subtle hints of color throughout this. Uh, I believe there's more color at the very end, but yeah, it's really really cool. And and how they set up like like just the style of this with the music is things that I really enjoyed because you do get nods to a lot of older films. Um, but you do see a lot of various uh, clues throughout this of like what I think they could be setting up. And and some of this goes to things that we've already seen. There There is a walkway that we see where if you look at the paintings on the wall, uh, it looks like uh, we see Gore the God Butcher, uh, which we got to see Christian Bell portray this character in Thor Love and Thunder. And so we're getting a sense of that this, you know, understands like the overall arcing picture of like where this is in the MCU, but we're getting a lot of other nods to more of these monstrous type characters. Um, one for instance is Nosferatu, which is a vampire, which is giving more hints to the upcoming blade film. Um, so there's, been hints of vampires here and there, so it's definitely setting up the Blade film that's coming. I'm very curious to see how much we'll see more vampires moving forward. You know, we do have like the uh, Jared Leto's like Marvel uh, film with Morbius. Uh, the question is, is like, will Morbius come over into this? Will it be Jared Leto? Will it be recast? Or are we going to just see other vampire characters? 
I would love to see MCU take on some form of Nosferatu or Dracula that will fight against Blade um, or even go into more of the canon Blade characters. Hello all, this is Elisa of Agents of Mace, and I'm here to share my thoughts on Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. I mean, Werewolf by Night, the newest MCU presentation. Is that what it is? Presentation. It, yeah, a special presentation. Not a movie, not a TV show, not a miniseries, not an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Netflix dark adult version. It's a special presentation for Halloween, my second favorite holiday. So, to begin with, all the things that I really liked about this, um... Aside from the uh, spooky, scary use of black and white, which I looked up to see whether that was there strictly as an homage to old horror movies or if it was to keep this from being TVMA because of all the graphic violence that we just don't get to see in color. Uh, It's both. They were afraid that if they put it in color, it would be too graphic for a TV-14 rating. And also, it does make it look more like those old-timey, fun, spooky movies. So, A-plus on the aesthetics. Also a really great cast, especially Gael Garcia Bernal. I'm excited to see him in an MCU property. He does a great job here playing Jack Russell. Jack Russells are also a type of dog, which I think is interesting. We get several new characters besides Werewolf by Night. We get Ilsa Bloodstone, who is awesome, and I hope we see more of her. She's like a monster hunter Black Widow type. Thinking about going forward into the MCU with these characters in this setup. I feel like there's a lot of really fun things that they could do with monster hunters. I'm not sure exactly how it'll like mix in with the Avengers or Thunderbolts or anything like that, but I'm anxious to see them use these people more. I'll start by saying this was a lot of fun. It was not what I was expecting, but at the same time, it was everything that I wanted. So if you don't know who Werewolf by Night is, I suggest going back and watching Moon Knight because we get a free comic, Werewolf by Night, that is the first appearance of Moon Knight. So go back, I believe it's episode two uh, where that free comic is. So you can get your free comic, you can read up on Werewolf by Night. But this series doesn't super have a lot to do with that. Instead, it's more of like a Clue-esque, fun, mystery, whodunit, but we know whodunit. Basically, a bunch of these monster hunters get together and have to hunt a monster inside this labyrinth to become the next holder of the Bloodstone. In the MCU, the Bloodstone is a stone that grants the user super strength, speed, and healing abilities. Now, in the comics, originally, Ulysses, Bloodstone, he's an immortal human who melds with the Bloodstone and gains those abilities. And that is kind of fleshed out in the 1990 Captain America comic series. Now, the first big thing you'll notice about the series is the open. We get the beginning of our normal Marvel Studios theme, but then four claw marks slash across the theme and it changes to a minor key, which gives us sort of like this horror-esque, but like 70s horror-esque feel. So that's one big thing right off the bat that I thought was a lot of fun. There's a bunch of stuff like that in this series that really call back to older cinema. Um, one thing being the cigarette burns, 
in the corners of the uh, screen. So back when film was still on film, uh, as they would get to the end of a scene to mark the next scene, there would be a flash of a little, what they call a cigarette burn, um, which is like a little white circle. Now, that was for, again, back on actual film and a long time ago back on film. That's how that they would denote the next scene. So we get that in this series. Whenever there is a new act, I guess, in the film, um, you can see one of those pop up and you'll know that like, okay, this is the beginning of the next part of the story. Um, not necessarily scene to scene, but more like act of the movie. So that's a fun little thing that they threw in there. We also get a painting in which Ulysses Bloodstone is dueling with Sasquatch, or Sasquatch, who in the comics is actually a character. Uh, he's the alter ego of physicist Dr. Walter Langowski. Now, super, super exciting for me <laughs> is that Sasquatch was a member of Alpha Flight. If you don't know who Alpha Flight is, that is the Canadian superhero team that includes Wolverine. So we get a sort of Wolverine reference here, which is always fun for me. Now, once the entire group is together, they are gathered around the Bloodstone, which is held in sort of like this book, little lockbox thing. Um, and I forgot to mention, but the entire special is in black and white, except for the Bloodstone, which is red. And then at the end of the series, we do get it sort of transitioning into color, um, almost along the lines of Wizard of Oz. Obviously, I'm just kind of blowing through Easter eggs here, but there's a lot of Easter eggs when they're in the crypt. There's a lot of coffins. This is like an easy way for them to kind of shout people out. Uh, so we have like the art director. We have some people that worked on Man Thing. We have the props master and one of the producers. All of their names show up on the coffins in the crypt. So that's a little fun thing they threw in there. So early on, we do get uh, references to like Sasquatch, which is pretty cool. Um, this is, you know, though. So the primary thing that we're we're facing here is Ulysses Bloodstone has passed away, and there's this challenge bringing in all of these various people uh, to battle one another to become the new owner of the Bloodstone. So there was a lot of elements in this that for me felt like the Purge films. If you've seen these horror films, um, it kind of felt like that because they're kind of pitted against each other. Like there can only be one survivor and that person's going to be the new owner of the Bloodstone. And the question is, is like, why do they really want this stone? What are they going to use it for? Will we see this Bloodstone occur like in some other uh, future MCU projects? I'm expecting we will see it. We do get some other hints around the Time Variance Authority, so I'm very curious to see wherever these people are located, how does this fit in? Are they in some other alternate reality? We don't really know where exactly they are. They're in this this maze, garden-esque, uh, even graveyard-type place. Uh, there's moments where we see two characters that are uh, in a room with a bunch of coffins, and we're getting a little bit more character development there, and then... Um, you know, they're able to break out of that just knowing like the history of some of these people and like they always want their chance to escape. Uh, but the primary thing we're seeing here is that everyone is up against some sort of creature which they put the the stone into and and 
the goal is defeat this creature, get the stone, or the creature is just going to destroy you. And so within this, this film, what we get. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Is they are going up against Man-Thing, which we've seen a hint at Man-Thing in uh, Thor Ragnarok. When we see the big tower, we do see that uh, one of the faces on the tower is Man-Thing. At first, I was a little bit weirded out by the fact that Man-Thing was in this. Not that I know a whole lot about Man-Thing, but I was still like, huh, that thing is Ted? Turns out, yes, that thing is Ted. Uh, his name is, hold on, I'll look this up, Dr. Theodore Salas, who became a Man-Thing with something that sounds suspiciously like a, a super soldier serum uh, in the comics and turned into Man-Thing. Interesting. But within this, uh, Jack, who is our primary uh, character, which is uh, the werewolf, uh, he references Man-Thing as Ted. Man-Thing's alter ego is the biochemist Dr. Theodore Salas, who was granted his powers after a gladiator team attempted to recreate the Super Soldier Project. There's a lot of things within this that are references to uh, Captain America or the Super Soldier Serum, so that's very fascinating as well. So that gives you another hint of like how this fits in within MCU as well. But it's really kind of comical because once you hear man thing is just basically called Ted and that Jack and Ted are more or less friends, it, it kind of like tones things down a little bit from like the horror vibe that we're going for. There are some cool little effects they do here with man thing where his eyes kind of look like a galaxy almost when he's angry. Um, but whenever he is 
speaking with Werewolf by Night, or later when uh, Elsa refers to him by his proper name, his galaxy eyes sort of like condense almost into like a pupil. So that's just a cool little effect they did here. There is something interesting I wanted to talk about really quick, which is the Time Variance Authority. Now, later on, a group of armored guys kind of show up to take down Werewolf by Night once he transforms. I don't know. I don't know who they are. I don't know who they're supposed to be, but the internet was a flutter <laughs> trying to figure out who this was. Um, they do bear a striking resemblance to the Time Variance Authority. Um, same, well, similar sort of weapons, except this time they're more like tasers. They're like shocking uh, werewolf rather than disintegrating him. But I don't know. We don't know who they are. They come in through a door that's just filled with light, so it's possible that it's supposed to be Time Variance, but also, like, why would they be here? There's not really a super explanation to that, so... I don't know. Interesting, interesting. Maybe we'll find out. I don't know if this is going to transform into a series or if this is going to just be, that was just for fun, spooky season, special movie, and we'll never see it again. I don't know. Hopefully it comes back. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, also, a cool thing for me but just because you'll see, um, the actress who plays Elsa Bloodstone is Laura Donnelly, and my last name is Donnelly, so mm, maybe we're related. That'd be cool. Something else that I really liked about this special is that a lot of the werewolf effects are apparently practical. I think we've talked a few times about CGI versus practical effects on the podcast because we're all nerds and we have a vested interest in the use of practical effects. So yeah, that was something that I was excited to see, that it wasn't all just going to be like big CGI werewolf. Some CGI werewolf, but not all. Things that I did not like about this piece. I literally can't think of any that I'm not supposed to not like, like the uh, stepmother. She was a real piece of work. I don't think we're supposed to like her. When Jack transforms into the werewolf, that was some of the highlights of this for me because some of the fight scenes and, and how he moves and breaks out of things and just takes everyone down was really cool. And um, it, it just gets me excited to see more of these monstrous uh, characters come into the MCU. Um, so we get this moment at the end where Jack and Man-Thinger or AKA Ted are having a conversation and things just kind of end there. So I'm very excited to see these characters again. I'm, I'm expecting we're going to get more of them in some fashion. What I'm curious of is will uh, Marvel give us more of these little specials to build out their story? Or are we going to see them in some sort of series or movie? I think one could be, I believe it's called the Midnight Suns. Uh, yeah, Marvel's Midnight Suns. Um which could bring in uh, Moon Knight again. It could bring in Blade. We could see a lot of different characters here. Another interesting side note that, again, it's not something that I disliked, is that they apparently briefly considered including Blade in this, which would have been really, it would have been something to have Mahershala Ali's Blade for the very first time in Werewolf by Night. 
I am very, very thankful that we are watching Werewolf by Night this year instead of Blade 2 to continue our sacred Halloween tradition of watching Blade movies for the podcast. For a future in the MCU, it's hard for me to predict which properties that we know are on the way that we could see Jack or Elsa again. I mean, the easiest would probably be Blade, but who knows? I mean, they might just waltz into Quantumania. We don't know. We have no idea what the future holds. And I'm anxious to see what they could do. And really, what I want to see more of are these hour-long specials. This is such a fun and interesting thing. We've got this one, and next we're getting the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which we got the preview for this week, and it looks like it's going to be hilarious and adorable and cozy. So, yeah, more of these hour-long things. These are like really cool and experimental, and you can literally use so many characters that have not been tapped yet for the MCU. The movie kind of winds down with Jack and Elsa successfully helping Man-Thing escape this compound. Um, And then they themselves escape as well uh, after sort of defeating pretty much everybody in the compound. And Elsa gets the bloodstone. um, So now she's officially Elsa Bloodstone. uh, And Jack escapes uh, and... The next time we see him, he is hanging out with Man-Thing, who brings him a little cup of tea, and they just sort of hang out, and the world is in color, and that's where it leaves us. Uh, There's no post-credit scene or anything, Um, so again, I'm not sure if we'll see these characters again. I mean, I certainly hope so. We sort of have to see Elsa Bloodstone at some point in the future. Um, I don't know that we'll see Man-Thing or Werewolf again, but we could. I mean, they definitely fit in that whole sort of supernatural side of Marvel. So here's to hoping. But if you're looking for something fun and a little bit spooky, I wouldn't say that it's overly scary. It is a little, I wouldn't even say gory. They cut off a guy's hand. There's some violence. There's like a couple fight scenes, but nothing like super crazy. Um, So if you're looking for just something like a little spooky to kind of wind out your Halloween season and you haven't already watched it, then I suggest watching Werewolf by Night. It is a fun watch. Yeah, I'm just overall excited. I really enjoyed this. Uh, It's a fun watch. It's an easy watch. There are definitely some moments, a couple of moments that made me jump, but you get this great mixture of classic horror. Uh, even with the intro, you get these like cigarette burns, which are like throwbacks to like old movie reels. Uh, but then you get like some of the comic relief to kind of tone things down. So it's a fun watch. I really enjoyed it. It's one I'll, I'll be happy to revisit again, uh, especially as we get into more of these characters within the MCU. So very excited to see where this will go. Let us know what did you think of Werewolf by Night? Is there any specific specific like monstrous character that you're excited to see within the MCU? We'd love to know and really excited because now we've got the trailer for Ant-Man Quantumania and we've gotten the trailer and the release date for the upcoming uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And then we also have uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever coming out. So more content coming out this year. Can't wait to talk about it. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe, share all of that good stuff, and we'll see it very soon. Thank you all so much for listening this week. We will be back to normal as soon as possible. 
And don't forget, we are doing our Halloween special, so keep your ears out for that. Um, if you're on Patreon, you will get it before everyone else. Everyone else will probably get it next week. So definitely check out our Patreon if you haven't. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We'll be doing a special giveaway again soon. Um, so if you're looking to collect some more fun Marvel collectibles, then follow us on social so you can see the rules of how to win yourself uh, some of these cool things. Now we are doing a bundle for our next giveaway. Um, I'm not going to reveal what the main part of the giveaway is yet. You'll have to keep an eye on social for that. But you are going to get the mystery item and we're throwing in the Morbius zombie Morbius vampire pop. Um, since no one was able to solve our riddle when we did the giveaway for that, uh, we are going to be adding that. So it's going to be sort of like a bundle giveaway. So again, keep your eyes open for that. Keep your ears open for more podcast content. And we'll see you guys next time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.